Hey friends, welcome to the 143 Podcast with John and Emily Alexander. We are entering into a season in the church we call Lent. As we did on the podcast during the Advent season, we want to bring 40 days of reflection. Why 40 days? Because ultimately Lent is a time where we honor and remember the 40 days that Jesus spent in the desert, fasting and being tempted by Satan before he began the ministry that God sent him to do for me and for you. So for the next 40 days, we will be reflecting on the life of Jesus, his ministry while on the ground, and ultimately end with the most important event of the Christian faith. No, not his death, but rather is resurrection. Let's call it daily reflections of Lent, shall we? (laughs) Let's begin. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would have not died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in the spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. So why did he cry? He walked into a room of people weeping, weeping over the loss of their friend, and he was deeply troubled. In his humanity, taking on flesh, he dwelt amongst the mourners, knowing what would happen next. But moved by the Spirit and by his own sadness, he sat with them and he, too, wept. What a picture. We don't picture Jesus like this. We don't picture Jesus as a human who weeps. Because we don't have this version of God. We don't have a version of God that fits that kind of mold because God is far away up in the sky making moves we don't agree with. And when something bad happens, God doesn't walk into the room to comfort us. He walks out of the room because he's the one who did this to us. Right? Isn't that more how we feel when we weep? But here is proof, proof that God wants to meet us in our grief. Remember, if you ever wonder what God is like, watch Jesus here on earth. 
There was so much love in a room filled with tears. The next verse after Jesus wept was this statement by the people there. See how he loved him. See how he loved Lazarus. You know how Jesus would often go away to be alone with God? Well, at the very beginning of this Lazarus story, when Jesus first gets word of his friend, he doesn't go to him right away. The writer John tells us that he waited for two days, and I always wondered why. always wondered what did he do in those two days? What were those two days for? So naturally, I came up with a theory. In verse 43, right before Lazarus is about to walk out of the tomb he'd been buried in, Jesus looked up to the heavens, as John tells us, and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. Here's my theory or my hypothesis question. Is it possible that in the two days that Jesus waited to go to his friend, he went to his father? Time with his father always restored his energy, sometimes preceded some big moment or event. I I have to wonder if those two, two days were used to be close to his father, knowing how much it would hurt to see his friend. Where do you go when you are hurting? Whom do you go? What do you go? Distraction? Addiction? Sleep? Busyness? Work? Other people? Or do you sit with Jesus for a time and let him weep with you? I need to work on this maybe you do too. So let's work on it together. In sickness or in health, Jesus, I will run to you. I will sit with you. That's who we want to be. Before I pray for us, I need to tell you, we're about to turn towards the arrest, the trial, the beating, the killing of Jesus. You know where that plan started to set into motion? Right here at Mary and Martha's house on the day Jesus comes to raise their brother to life. Verse 45, therefore, many Jews who had come to visit Mary and had seen what Jesus did believed in him, but some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees called a meeting of the Sanhedrin. So, from that day on, they plotted to kill Jesus. Friends, we've been preparing our hearts for this. 
Let's prepare our hearts further to internalize all that happens next. Because all that's about to come, he did for you. And he did for me. Let's pray. Mighty God, thank you for the gift that is the living word, the stories we find ourselves in. May we be like Mary and Martha who run to you in their distress. May we learn to simply enjoy your presence in the midst of pain and suffering. May we allow you to comfort us. And may we not push you away believing the lie that you did this to us. We want to enjoy and bask in your presence as a place of shelter and healing. Now, Lord, prepare our hearts for what comes next. Thank you for loving us like you do. We love you too. Amen.